Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Ladies and gentlemen, the Kings are back, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday here at the Spreaker Studio. I'm Wade Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, the man who came from the announce booth to tag with me in a six-man tag <laughs> with the man known as Paul White, one Chris Domingo. <laughs> How you doing this fine Wednesday evening, sir? I think we were due, considering... If Brock Lesnar comes back to work, then we have to come back to Is work. this the most consecutive uh, Mondays Brock Lesnar has worked in, in his life? It's been a while. It's, probably that new, like, probably he had, like, his... Because you know how, like, at the calendar, your, your PDP starts up again? So maybe he, uh, maybe his uh, goals for the year were uh, to, like, attend every Raw until Mania. Do work. Oh, until Mania? You, we're gonna well, actually, we might. Yeah, we might get a Brock to me. You know, when Brock Lesnar shows up on Wednesday, on Mondays. We are showing up on Wednesdays once again. We are back in the groove because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. I was concerned because I'm like, yo, we got to do a Wednesday show and we have to pre-tape our show for Saturday. Will I have enough emotion to be mad about the Sixers? And we just yelled about the Sixers. You for just 10 need to like bring up before the well, show. You just need to bring up the three-letter word, and I, and it ain't damn. The three-letter word. <laughs> well, there's a couple three-letter words I have. His name is Ben. Yeah, because I, I no, like I, and and I don't know whether it's just like the duration of what the hell's been happening. Because I felt like this for I would say like strongly. Like I always felt like because I'm a I'm a historical person, mm-hmm. and in the what hundred years of this fine sport, probably more, there has never been a player that's done this before. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna say because I have a lot to say about Ben Simmons. I didn't know I had a lot to say again, but ten minutes ago I found out I had a lot to say about Ben Simmons. We were talking about the Sixers. We'll talk about Ben Simmons. The Sixers, of course, as of this show, have lost six straight games <laughs> on the road, which is disgusting for a team that was probably was supposed to be a top two or three. And seed and, in and, the East. and Roy, you know what they don't have right now? The the proverbial if the season ended, mm. home court advantage. They will they do not. No, in any round. No, in any round. They are currently the sixth seed, I believe. Because people keep saying, "Oh, what like oh what um what seed do you think the Sixers are going to end up being?" I'm like, well, you have your best player out for probably the next at least three weeks, at least. 
you're playing road games. Mm-hmm. They're seven and what fourteen or fifteen on road. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a lottery team. That's road. disgusting. Like that's a bad. That's yeah. a yeah. That's a bad team. That's a thirty-eight and forty-four team. And that, like, because now, because I think people are feeling the heat. I don't know if, if the three if, if Ben's feeling heat, but you can tell Brett Brown's just feeling the heat because yeah. when, when a man says I have failed. <laughs> Yeah, when a man tells the media he has failed, a coach openly admits to failure, that's a bad sign. Well, let's hold yeah. off on that because we're going to talk some Sixers. we got to talk about the Eagles, of course, because the Eagles season is done, but the news surrounding the Eagles is not yet <laughs> done. Um, we have to discuss um, some of the coaching candidates for this offensive coordinator position that is currently open with the Eagles. We'll talk briefly about their most important positions of need, and the Athletic already dropped a two-round <laughs> mock draft we have to talk about. Mel Kuyper is dropping his mock draft next week. We'll get into Pro- the- Probably going to be televised. Yeah, we'll get it. It will. It'll be on SVP, Sky Van Pelt, <laughs> on Monday. Cause, yeah. That shows you <laughs> a, a crummy mock draft, yes. a fake draft. A fake, a fake draft of 32 people. Is, 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 is being patiently waited for, or yes. impatiently waited. At 11 p.m. Eastern on a Monday. <laughs> yes. That's how crazy this is. But we meaning Chris, we'll get into the, the nuts and bolts of the draft next week. We're going to go <laughs> start hardcore with the draft next Levis week. The Chanel. We're going we're gonna to go hardcore draft next week, but I do want to get into a couple of things, a couple of things that they're looking for. On our Saturday show that we're going to pre-tape in a few, well, after this one, we're going to do an idea that I stole from myself. <laughs> Back when I was with Liberty Ballers, we had a segment, we had a, a series called Sixers Tender. Who do you want to keep? Who you want to get rid of? So but but we one, swiping left on who we swiping oh, okay. Right so on. swiping left is I uh, is nah. Swiping or left is nah. Swiping right is yah. Okay okay. So right. who we leave? Who we getting rid of? Who we're keeping? We're gonna talk about the free agents, and since my man wants me to do it, we're gonna talk about certain guys un- <laughs> who are still under contract <laughs> for 2020. And you it, already know who that is. It, it's bad when you already have memorized his. The man's salary <laughs> and his dead cap. The dead cap, the cap if traded. Oh, uh, now stuff. I feel like sometimes, like shout out to Jimmy Kemsky for getting this 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 name in my head. But now I just hum it when I think of no no notorious uh, uh, Al Yeah, so we have a lot to talk about, but that that'll be on our Saturday show. We have other stuff to get into on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future sports talk radio has finally arrived. Any shout outs, sir? No. Shout outs to our friends at veteranssherdium.com. Again, veteranssherdium. That's veteranssherdium. S H I R T I U M.com for the absolute best in Philadelphia sports apparel. Check them out today and every day. Use promo code BSLINE, all caps, all one word, for 10% off your <laughs> entire order. Again, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, Phillies, no matter what team you're a fan of, veteranssherdium.com has the gear for you. So, again, it's getting a, get well. It's still cold, but again, you want to you know get your T-shirts for your, the Sixers games because again, the Sixers at some point will come back home and start winning basketball games. You want to have the, the finest gear. There's some new gear coming. Can't really talk about, but it looks really sweet. So if you want to be on their mailing list as well, follow those guys on Twitter at VetShirtium and follow those guys on Facebook and Instagram <coughs> also at VetShirtium for the latest and greatest in veterans Shirtium news. It's time for the six pack. It's been a minute. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Question number one. This is really applicable to nothing. I was just curious because I asked myself this question last night. Chris Domingo, how much college basketball have you watched this year? Um, um, if, if you're counting the um, – because, of course, 
one week I was very degenerate and um and and bet basketball. <laughs> are you are you in college basketball? No, just once. No, okay, okay. just once. Okay, I did. <laughs> this was getting outsourced information. I watched oh, on this. my on my phone while I was at a car dealership. Uh, I think it was Manhattan versus Fordham. You did tell me about this. You did tell but me other this. than that, yes, I could say emphatically zero minutes. Is there just no juice this college season? Like, there's no juice. One, there's no sexy. I don't even know who's like. Well, one, it it doesn't help that the Sixers aren't a lottery team. Correct. If if they were, you'd force feed yourself a guy. Right. And isn't the best prospect not even in college basketball? Well, the James Wiseman thing in Memphis thing that kind of like. And what know. about uh, the uh, shit? Um, the ball, uh, Lamelo, or what's Leandro? Oh, oh, yeah, Lamelo. I mean, no, which one is he? Lamelo. 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 Yeah. And what? There's another dude. Who's the dude? Uh, there's another guy who's playing in Australia. That's like, oh uh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a kid at George who's supposed to be pretty good. I forget his name. Only um, guy I know is that white boy, Mac McClung from Georgetown. But he's not even that. He's not. No, even, no, <laughs> but, like, no, but like, but this shows. College basketball is almost the NBA at this point, where the players are drive like no like unless your team is good, mm-hmm. it's not attracting casual fans anymore. There's no juice like no. at some point between the beginning of the season and now. I would have sat down and watched twenty minutes. Can, can you name three guys on Duke? No, I mean I saw Duke lost to Clemson. That's what kind of brought this up. I'm like <laughs> Clemson hasn't beat Duke in forever. I'm like obviously Duke ain't Duke no more. They got well they got that Jones kid. No, no, because. College basketball has always been like, like, no, it's just the end of like individuals mean more in college basketball now than they ever have. Correct. And that's a bad thing. And when the best individuals aren't in college this year. Yeah. You can't reverse that and be like, yo, because Joe fan don't give a shit anymore about North Carolina. Right. Right. The first thing when you think about North Carolina is like, yo, who's that Cole Anthony kid? Right. That's like, and, and. That's where college basketball has veered way off the path, unlike college football, where the teams still matter. Mm-hmm. Bama still matters. Bama matters. Clemson still matters. LSU matters. Yeah. Right. But what teams matter? In college basketball, nobody. I mean, again, outside of kind of maybe sort of the Remember when schools? like UCLA mattered for 40 years? Yeah. They don't matter at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many college basketball? Yeah. If, if you just put everybody in a bucket, how many teams really matter in college basketball? I don't know. Is it five? Yeah. Maybe? Like can't like uh, like Duke just matters. Duke matters. North Carolina, kinda sorta, yeah. Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky matters. That's not no. I'm, I'm not gonna say Gonzaga matters. I mean, like no, but like that shows. I, I've said it. College basketball has been broken for a long time, and it's just showing. Like especially, it, and it shows when you don't have a good crop of freshmen. It well, gets it, yeah. it gets magnified because no one gives a shit about these about these teams. Obviously, unless you're wagering longer. Question number two. Speaking of college, LSU beat Clemson to win the national championship. Watched it almost. I watched 90% of that game. Are they, LSU, the best college football team ever? Uh, I don't want to do recency bias. but No, but but if you're just factoring in everything, they went undefeated in the SEC. They beat... Seven top ten teams, yeah. which is wild. It's crazy. They had, they had a player who had the best season 
in the history of college football, there's there's like no stop with the doubting. Like literally, this guy threw sixty fucking touchdowns. Sixty in the SEC, not 60. the MEAC right. or the MAC or the Mac West or the Big West. This ain't Colt Brennan, right? And I would say yes. Yeah, again, like I I don't want to be prisoner of the moment. But their resume is impressive. Yeah. Like, it's just real. This is really there good. Is, there wasn't any, oh, they didn't play anybody. Now, I'll say, like, body for body, talent for talent. I mean, yeah, there were probably some, you know, the Reggie Bush USC yeah, yeah. team was probably more talented. But the season this team had in 2019 slash 2020 is the best season I've <laughs> seen in quite some time. Maybe yeah. ever. Like, you know, but, uh, but then, of course... <clears throat> These fucking idiots, because they are idiots, were because of course they put out like the top ten college football players of all time, and it's like, and of course people are like, oh well, that list was stupid, but go ahead. but still, are you gonna like dispute Jim fucking Thorpe? No, no, no I'm not gonna dispute Jim Thorpe. I'm just gonna put Reggie Bush on the list that so he belongs. On yeah, the no, list. like somehow one of these guys. But are you gonna like say, oh, I don't think Red Grange belongs there? Can I? Yeah, can I have a can I have a disclaimer for all these best of all time lists? You gotta split this yes. up. It needs to be a modern list yeah. and a historical list. All right. You can't have the NFL 100 and have I don't even know dudes who like didn't throw four passes. Yeah. No. Um, you no. Know. You're right. Like I, I mean, there needs to be a line in the sand. Make be- two lists. It's fine. No. Just say you could do the modern era and right. all fucking time. Well, no. No. Just do a, just do a mod- like if you do the NFL. But what's what's considered the modern era? I, for, for me, I would say Super Bowl era. So anything Super Bowl and after is the modern era. That's my thing. And anything anything before that, that's a different. So list. what guys get chopped off? The, is a so star- them old, them old, like you said, the Red Granges, <laughs> the Jim Thorpes. They don't get chopped. They just, they just aren't on my modern list. <laughs> I, I mean, it's hard to dispute the Norm Van Brocklin. Yeah, I think it's hard to dispute Jim Thorpe considering there's like a city named after yeah. him. Like, look, Jeff, Chuck Van Derrick is one of the greatest players of all time. Like, I get it. And he probably, if you just did a list of any time, he'd probably be on it. Yeah. I get it. But make a separate list for them, dude, because it was a totally different yeah. game. It was just a totally different game. I agree. But so, no, like, my, same whole, thing with football. my okay. whole point was just don't, like, disregard Jim Thorpe. Yeah, don't disregard these guys. And those, I mean, look, you look at Gale Sayers' numbers, and yeah, they weren't great or whatever. Right but Gale Sayers is a pretty good college football player. Right? Yeah, and, 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 and Jim Brown deserves to be the best college football player. Yeah, Jim Brown's the best too. college football player. I mean, he, no, no he's, the best, he's the best football player of all time. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to argue that. Like, that. That's fine. Like, Jim Brown's fine. But put Reggie Bush in the yeah. like, no, no, seat to no, Reggie no. Bush. Was he the guy that like raised your, your, your eyebrow? Of all the of, of the guys who raised my eyebrows the most in college football, Reggie Bush and Marshall Falk might be one okay. and two. They but not many. No, not, I mean there's a couple. No, guys. but like you're not like I mean, Michael Vick. Right? I mean Archie Griffin. <laughs> like I like I, mean, I don't know if like like Herschel Herschel Walker, you know who probably got snuffed a little bit? Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo Jackson. Yeah. I mean, Archie Griffin won two Heismans. Yeah, but it's not like you're, like, making the plea for, like, t- ten guys that, that should be. There's, like, There's Bo- guys. Bush is one. Right. But he had Bush in 61 on that yeah, list. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Ball, that's, man. no, like, like, stop. No, he's, if you had to put the totality of college football, he's probably a top 15 player. I can't imagine how he's not. Because, uh, yeah. well, well, Barry Sanders was one of the 10, right? Yeah. Of 10, yeah. And Barry Sanders, he was just stupid at, at Oklahoma State. Like, just stupid numbers. Yeah, but it's, like, fam. It's like you need to. Get, I understand how people get mad. Just make two lists. Yeah, I don't know where you, I don't know where the cutoff in college football is. Maybe it's nineteen eighty. I don't know. That's just kind of random. But maybe you have a pre eighties list and a post eighties list. That's yeah, all, all these lists. Baseball <laughs> the same way. Or you basketball. Know what, you know what would be good? 
the the invention of color TV. I would, like I knew, if I knew when that's happened, sixties. <laughs> I was gonna say like late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, I would say nineteen sixty. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Nineteen sixty. That's, that's a what, nice round number that's because nice that's because that's what Six, fifty years. 60, 60, sixty years. Sixty years. Yeah. So that's fair. That's fair. Baseball too. Hey, look, the NBA is gonna do its NBA seventy five. What was it next year? Whatever. It's gonna be seventy fifth anniversary of the NBA. All right. You're gonna have the greatest seventy five players of all time. People are going to get mad because George, like, George Mikan's going to be on his list and you're not going to have somebody, I don't know. But I think it. for basketball, the, li- the list is very short. So it does, like college football, there's like a jabillion. There's like a million guys. Yeah. Like I, for that, I don't know if you need it because I'll make the exception for like Adolph Shays or like a Mikan. Like, I'm going to say, will you make an exception for Dolph Shays? Because if you will, then okay. Yeah. But some people will be like, who the hell is Dolph Shays? I'm not going to say, oh, I think James Harden should be over George Mikey. Yeah, Bill Sharman. Like, yeah, yeah like, no. Because there are, <laughs> I mean, there has to be like that old, that, that. So you're okay with the old era? Yeah. Being on the list? No, like for certain sports. Okay, so basketball. like you said, College football, there's like, I, I, I mean like. Like there's, there's, a, there's a million guys. Yeah, like, like but, every school has guys. But I mean, like, yeah. but like basketball. I mean, how many guys are gonna take up modern, like a modern dude spot? Yeah, Six, like, who, like, like yeah, who are you knocking out? Like, you like, know. sorry, don't give a shit about where the hell James Harden is. because really, it's it's these super modern guys like a Chris Paul. But I mean, like guys like Chris Paul like, are gonna be on the list, but they might get knocked down because of. But I mean, you're knocking off guys like Paul Gasol, and do you care? Probably no. not. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was like if you got like a top seventy-five list of all time, Chris Paul probably makes it. Yeah, because Mike and was the first big man. I don't know yeah. if you can tell the story of any freaking era of basketball without saying George Mikan right. was the OG big man. Right, Minneapolis Lakers, George Mikan, the OG dude, the pivot. You know. Yeah, no, but pivot, it, no, but if you want to appease these complex cocksuckers, like no, like no, because really, it's all the twenty-year-olds that are just ruining it. Like they're just like when they think, oh, like I don't know, Kyrie should be in top fifty. Yeah, well, yeah, stop. stop <laughs> all right, we're talking Hall of Fame. Of course, we need to talk about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Centennial Class announced this week. Sean Domingo is David Baker your new favorite human being? <laughs> well, he's he's the biggest human being I know. I've seen him, like, clips of him before when, like, knocking on doors or whatever. I had no idea this dude was 6'9". 400 pounds? 400 pounds. He used to play basketball. And no, never played football. Never played football. First, I was, like, first I was like, yo, is this dude from, like, the non-modern era? Right. No, never. Like, they just hired him. So he just hired to be the pro football, the face of the Yeah, pro- like, isn't that ironic? You couldn't just hire, like, a 5'10 guy? You could just hire me. Like, like why'd you hire... I mean, obviously this dude, like, cuts an imposing figure when he, like, knocks on doors. But, I mean, like... But it's just, like... No, like, that's... I thought he was a football player. Yeah. I, 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 of course, shout out to Wikipedia. Knew nothing about this dude because I remember... Because he's been the guy for a while. For a minute, yeah. Because I remember... Because, one, they need to do this more often. Because the one with Jimmy Johnson, it's like, man, this... But... It shows that coaches get shafted because Jimmy Johnson wasn't a Hall of Fame coach. Coaches get super shafted on this thing. By the way, just to, before we get back into it, they named this special Centennial class that will get inducted uh, Super Bowl weekend this year. In the class, uh, among others, there's 15 people. Bill Coward, Jimmy Johnson. Shout out to Harold Carmichael, the Eagles wide receiver. Paul Tagliabue, Steve Sable, former guest of the show. Um, Steve Sable wasn't in the Hall of Fame? Which is the dumbest thing ever. But yeah, but coaches get shafted. Like if, you got, look at the, if you look at coaches who aren't, George Seifert is not in the Hall of Fame. 
This is ridiculous. This man has two rings. Like, you think of Jimmy Johnson, I think Hall of Famer. Right. Like, I even think Bill Cowher's a Hall of Famer. Bill Cowher's Hall of Famer. Jimmy Johnson's Hall of Famer. George Seifert's Hall of Famer. So, like, so this man. means Andy Reid's ass sure hell ain't getting in. Ever. I mean, if it's this tough for yeah. these two like, if, if, if a if a back-to-back Super Bowl winner of arguably what? The 10 greatest teams of all time took what? 20? Yeah. Took, took uh, well, when, when was his last coaching job? 20, like, it was 2000. I was say like 15, 20 years to get in. I don't know when you're eligible, but like yeah, five, five yeah. years later. Once again, Andy, this is why you need to win this year. Got to win Sunday. You need to win the next two Sundays they have football. Right. If, if Andy Reid wins the next two Sundays of football, then he's in. Because let's just say the cheeks were getting real tight in case because I was oh, like no. I was like, oh my God, this can't happen. Again. But then he but then he realizes he has just the Terminator and just well one, the Texans are just ass. Yeah. Like they're the most Fugazi pseudo good team. No, they're not even that good. Bill O'Brien's the most Fugazi coach <laughs> in the history of coaches. Miss me with Bill O'Brien's a good coach ever and ever. You turtle you could have put that well. They probably could have put that team away when you were up twenty-one and nothing. Have you ever seen ago. a game turn like a game that you thought was over and turned into not over? Actually, the other team winning in I literally I was asleep for forty-five minutes. Yeah, no, it was it was literally I think it was like seven minutes of game time, a like game action that that game turned from twenty-four to nothing to twenty-four twenty-one. Because like a reasonable minutes. person, I think sometimes like me, could be like, "Yo, it's twenty-four to nothing." Right. Let me catch some Z's right. and be up by halftime. Right. And it might be, at best, 24-14. Not 28-14. At best. 28-24. Nah, 20, 20 yeah. They went a 41-7 run. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. But, you know, but shout, I know this is a special class, so that it can't happen like this all the time. <laughs> but rolling up on Bill Cowher and Jimmy Johnson the way David Baker did, that was amazing. That be, was amazing. No, and, and it shows the Hall of Fame means, like, this ain't, one of those Smith brothers, like putting shafted or 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 a uh, snub on that towel, because that is that that is a, the weakest ass move I've ever. Like this means something. Right. Like like anyone who tells you it don't mean something is full of shit. Like yeah. like when Tio's like, oh, it don't mean it. no, 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 yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. Internally, yeah. he's telling everyone to to die, Rocky die. Right. No. This, no. This is this means something. You can tell how much it means. Like Jimmy Johnson, I never thought the dude could cry. Like Jimmy Johnson just had just couldn't talk. Yeah. He's like. I can't like Bill no, and, and it shows that like those Fox dudes, they're like real tight. But like, the, all those like the CBS guys and the Fox, like they love each other. Yeah, like, they but rock like, with these but dudes. like, I don't think it's possible not to when you're when you've spent twenty years together. That's like you spend twenty years together and you literally spend twelve hours a day together on Sundays. Like it's like you have to kind of come like on. They even incorporated Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, which no. So shout out to those guys. Those are two great moments. No, they need to like mm-hmm. every time because I, I think they did a video like like a um. Like an audio of Baker called Carmichael. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, but no, I remember the one time Randy Moss was like a basket case when he like when when David Baker and David Baker's just like towering over Randy. Right. <laughs> like this dude's huge. You see him next to regular people. No, he, he looks over. like like Andy Reid did in that punt pass competition. <laughs> exactly. So shout out to the Hall of Fame Centennial class of 2020. We'll find but, out. Now we still don't know who is gonna get in in. Into the August, into the other class, yeah. the regular class. No, we don't know that. Yet. Okay, I think we know the. I think the finalists come out Super Bowl weekend. Man, no, one day we'll need because we we really man, we missed a lot. like that like the um all the top tens of like the quarterbacks and shit. Like oh I, yeah 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 at some point we gotta tape some shows for the future. Anyway. <laughs> we'll do that. 
And we'll, we'll rip on those, those, because, red, those red Grangers and all those No, guys. because even, I got to say, but but that was his idol, so I Well, yeah, the quarterback's wrong. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't blame him because, like, to, Tommy was, like, saying, yo, man, it, it's an honor to be next to my idol even though I should be above my idol. Oh, you're talking about when they were sitting down talking? Yeah, dude, that, I watched that was a couple. amazing. No, <laughs> I'm telling you, Belichick, this whole, like, like his act is an act. Like he's probably like a half decent human being. Like, 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 because if you get him in the lab, he's talking about these things. If you put Bill Belichick around people he wants to talk to, <laughs> like Nick Saban and Brett Favre and Tom Brady, this man is an inc- incredible dude. Yeah, <laughs> no, but if you get him in front of Mike Greaves, he's like, no, no, no. Like, like he just don't want to. Like he just don't want to talk to you. Like, yeah. I, get, I, I understand. Yeah. It's like us at work. Like we want to talk to. Them. Yeah, no, no. That's the perfect example. Yeah. Bill Belichick is at work. Right. He ain't trying to go to happy hour with y'all. Yeah. He ain't trying to go to Santucci's with y'all. Right. But if you like, but if you end up but getting with his woes, oh shoot, it's on, man. <laughs> it's on a poppy, man. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, Luke Keekley retired yesterday. Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I want to say yeah. But no. He's a seven-time All-Pro. D- <laughs> DP, one, I, I, I looked at this. You know how rare it is for a, a non-pass-rushing linebacker to be a DPOY? Yeah, no, it's like, it's, There's like five. I was going to say, like, I could probably guess half Earl Acker. Okay. Ray Lou. Okay. Luke Eagley. That's it. Oh, and I guess Derek Brooks. Okay. He's kind of a pass rusher. Kind of. Yeah, but like, yeah. like it's hard to... I guess to make no like to make an impact in people's minds yeah, playing just, playing, just, just tackling the shit out of right, everyone just being, just being a middle linebacker or whatever yeah no yeah ask me on a different day because I got like the longevity thing needs to end like because if you look at his numbers holy shit he was just it's a tackling crazy. he like, was he, a tackling he machine led everybody in tackles like everybody since he came in the league led all the linebackers in interceptions this dude, what, five-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro. This dude was, like, no one has more um, straight All-Pro appearances. I think it was him and, like, Singletary or like, one and two in terms of consecutive All-Pro appearances. This dude was a monster. Let right? me change my mind. He is. Because I think of dominance. He was arguably, not even arguably, he's probably was the best middle linebacker for five years. Yeah, at least, yeah. Like, people, like because people were, like, talking about, oh, Patrick, Patrick Willis wasn't. Like, wasn't. Patrick Willis was really good. Yeah. He wasn't. The best middle linebacker for like, because there are just dudes you knew were the best. Earl Acker was the best right. for Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis. Was a, yeah, right. Keekly. Right. Bobby Wag like like Bobby Wagner. Right. Like, right. Right. But Patrick Willis is just a step below those guys. Yeah. No, Luke Keekly to me, I was like, you know, he's only played eight years, but I don't think it matters, man. Like this dude has been so, so good. And look, I'm I'm glad that he decided to go out on his own terms. Yeah. That he's oh no no because yeah. those are those player of the like those DPOYs like. I don't know if they're MVPs, but they mean something. Oh, like, yeah, no, no, yeah, on your resume. Yeah, yeah, no, that matters. And like you said, it's usually a pass rusher, usually a DN, somebody who racks up a lot. Or Aaron Donald is just it's different. <laughs> but like, there's usually somebody who racks up a lot of sacks or gets a whole lot of picks. Like, yeah, no, like no, yeah. and one, it's rare that a a no, but because I think Gilmore's going to win it this year. Yeah, Gilmore will get it this year. Okay, but uh-huh. like it's rare for but a, it's rare though. It's even rare for a secondary guy yeah. to get it because. How many interceptions are you really get? Like one, you're not being targeted if you're really good. Like, good, good defensive backs don't get a lot of picks. Like it's rare, and if they do, it's like one season, and then don't back to like. Two oh, picks. oh, so that's why the Eagles don't get any interceptions. Yeah, there you go. See, they're just good. They're not. They're not getting. Well, they are getting turned. <laughs> uh, 
That's the problem. All right, finally, before we talk about the Eagles, Joel Embiid's signature shoe is dropping this fall from Under Armour. Chris Domingo, what is the percent chance? Not that you'll buy it. Percent chance that it won't be whack. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Like, because I'm all about making my franchise basketball player happy. Oh. I will buy them. Whoa. I won't, I won't, I won't wear them. You will buy the Joel Embiid shoe. Because anything, because now, in a span of, my opinion never really changed about him, but like I, I like I feel a little better about Joel Embiid and like how he feels because to be honest, no one knew how he felt after after that game. After we, which game? A, after the Raptors, the Toronto game. Because yeah. no, like this is like how media and social media help because he was he's been very guarded for months. Mm-hmm. No one knew whether he was like stewing because because they. They let Butler go. They let Reddit go. They because maybe he is, but I think it's mainly he's focused and I think he's just trying to be a mature dude about it. Like he's not trying to pop off. Like and I respect that. I, I mean, that being said, I still believe and, and like um, it's a, it was a great like thing because that that went un like he didn't need to do that shit in the Players Tribute. He said it and he wants to win a title. But he'll, I still feel, Roy, it's going to come back to his level of frustration with just the setup. So, for those of you who don't know, Joel Embiid wrote an article for the Players' Tribune today, uh, basically kind of getting taking you inside of his mind space and kind of where he is and, and everything, you know, going a little, delving a little bit into his past, but basically saying, yo, this is where I am right now. Like, I haven't been the regular Joel Embiid because, as Chris said, I mean, he's focused on winning a title. You know, he says he doesn't want to be, uh, you know, the best center in the league. He wants to be the best basketball player in the league. And he says, quote, I'm done with the trash talking and the memes and all that. Once I'm holding that trophy in my hands, maybe I'll be back to my charming self. For now, I got one thing on my mind. I'm not trying to win a debate. I'm trying to win an effing title. Not that we didn't kind of know that Joel Embiid, but, but did, now but, we know. No, but didn't you need some affirmation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like, always do. Eternally, because... Right. because I don't like being like the body language doctor, but his like his like he just looked just lethargic or just not engaged. Mm-hmm. And maybe he is engaged, but he's not showing it. And I, this article is saying he's trying to be, he's trying to show, physically show a different level of engagement. Right. He's not trying to be like, he's not trying to do like the Hulk sign or like right, trying right. to like cup his ear. Right, right. Like he's like, yo, I'm locked in. I'm focused on what we need to do. To win a title, you know, it's like considering he really needs to be focused when there yeah. are four big men trying to like get at the ball because <laughs> no one's really at the three point line. Yeah, because he says, you know, this is in today's NBA. He's like, this is not, this is twenty twenty. This is not nineteen ninety five. I can't post up on a block like dreams. So I'll be a little bit of Shaq, a little bit of Kobe, a little bit of AI, you know, because he understands the modern game. We need to do multiple things on a basketball court, oh. including shoot the ball. Oh, so oh, oh so sorry. Joel Embiid understands the modern game. Uh-huh. Now, now, now does. Now, does the general manager understand or the point? Because I hate to say it, Roy, Elton Brand's getting getting a f- huge fucking pass right now. Like I like, and is it because he's a first time GM? Is that why he's getting the pass? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Even but, though, but, but he, he really shouldn't. he really shouldn't. He shouldn't. No. Like no one. Mm. I, I come, it comes back to the decision tree. <clears throat> he doesn't get like, or maybe he does get out because he doesn't think that MB can stay healthy. But like. I would think Elbrand's played a lot of basketball. And he's been around. He knows a lot more basketball than I do. 
it just blows my mind that he would even think about bringing a guy like Horford in if he didn't think Simmons would be better. Or, not better, because he's playing, like, different. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a reasonable expectation? I think that's a reasonable, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's what, if you if you gave gave him true serum, Elton Brand would tell you, yo, I made these moves on June 30th because I assumed that my point guard would start shooting, shooting more. Because my coach said, I'm going to put my guy in position to shoot more, and... My, my, my point guard went in and had all these videos this summer of him shooting the basketball. And so I assumed that he would shoot more. And so I made these moves. Oh, no. Because that's the only reason. I why. have, I like, I have been scarred for, for life about videos. I don't want to watch shooting videos. It doesn't anymore. matter anymore. I'm done. I don't care. Next June, after somebody probably gets fired, if a certain per- guy puts out videos <laughs> of him shooting the basketball, don't even put those on my timeline. My, my, my problem is, even, no. if you practice, like, is it? Do you think it's he's just not at a place where he's comfortable? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But at some point, don't you just need to rip the bandaid off? Yes. Yes. That, and that's what his coach is trying to say. That's why his coach is like, I need to get him into a place where he feels comfortable because he ain't there. Forty-one games in, he ain't there yet. But at some point, not not in forty-one, eighty-one, eighty-two. Like uh, this has been going on for three C and no and. Yeah. And, and and I remember, remember in Summer League, because someone, like, gave me PTSD, and he, and he showed me, like, a Summer League video. Simmons shot, and it looked relatively normal. It looked okay. It looked all right. Can we get Summer League Ben Simmons? <laughs> I want Summer League Ben. I want Summer, well, I wanted Summer League Markel. Um, yeah, no. Because we are, because you still believe at some point, this will be the fatal flaw. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is, this is the fatal, oh, this is. This is the fatal flaw. Um, yeah, I mean, this is it. I mean, one, <laughs> Boston still gives him massive problems. Right. And the thing is, you've beaten Boston three three times this season, even though they he really doesn't know what to do against Enos Cantor and them dudes for whatever reason. Like, he, I mean, yes, he can lock up Jalen Brown. Yeah, that's cute or whatever. But, I mean, if you ain't making baskets, you got to play Boston in a seven-game series, and you go on the road. How much, how much fault or blame do you rest on Brett Brown? Just for, for 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 Ben Simmons or for the overall 2019-20 season because they've they've been they they've lacked juice a bunch they've lacked juice more in these what forty games oh yeah, yeah than they have in in the in the what in the last three two years all right so can I can I, all right let's do our pie chart of blame yeah um I think. 40% probably Elton Brand. That might be low. Maybe 50. 50% yes. is Elton Brand. Probably probably 30% Ben, 15 Brett, and probably five other. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd i agree. And no, and, and I thought about this. You know, it's wild to think. You know what the best iteration of the Sixers have been in the last three years? The old the OG lineup. Yeah. No, and but one, if you would have just improved that 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 format, like yeah. uh, got a better Dario, got a, yeah, got a better Covington, got a better Dario. Yeah, I mean kept JJ. Like that's the best. <laughs> Yo, like it's wild to think like that was the most and cause shit. <laughs> like I like no, this is not good offense. No, it's, it's terrible. See the problem is see I don't know people just keep screaming and yelling. Brett Brown needs to be fired. The number one problem with this team is roster construction. Yes. Like they don't 
have a shooter. They don't have a guy who can create on the perimeter. A get bucket guy, like we call him, like we say on the show. And more, they don't and, have either one. And, no, and and more so a threat. Like right. no, like someone who the defense is afraid of. Right. They don't have any. Like they, they have good players. Yeah. But how, when is the last time you ever saw? Some a team sent a double team to Tobias Harris right, or Josh Richardson or whatever. No, they're happy with those guys getting theirs. Yeah, yeah. Josh Richardson can, can be player of the week all he, all he wants to. Like that's cute. What other that. guy? What guy can score forty on this team? Other than Joel Embiid, nobody. I don't think anybody on this team can score forty. Anybody. That's that's a you have teams that have what five guys like the Clippers. I, I mean, I know they're not, but. I think they will normalize themselves. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They have Lou Will can get you forty. Lou, like Lou Will and Montrez, they both had thirty the other night off the bench. <laughs> thirty each off oh, the bench, and, and that's another. Montrez aren't even that good. He's good and 30. that's another thing is this bench is underwhelming. This bench sucks. Just, <laughs> you know, this bench is trash. And, and one, I know he's a good dude, and I knew like he's like connecting with the fans. Mike Scott's got to fucking go. He's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to go. Mike Scott's a cool dude, whatever. If you're not shooting, you're not bringing anything. Last year, he shot 41%. That's cool. If you're, not, if you're shooting 30, whatever, whatever you're shooting now, and not playing defense, you got to go. Oh, no. And, go. and he is the perfect example of a dude who's letting his offense dictate his not doing shit else. on defense. Right. Yeah. Because the worst things ever is I'm seeing him miss threes and just being like, oh, damn. And then the guy, his right. guy, just like blows past. Him. What's your what's your playoff rotation? Because I was thinking about this the other night. Who's, who's what with this fucking team? Yeah, factoring no moves. The factor, let's say they had no moves. Oh my god, who's the backup? Uh, and I'm assuming you're going eight. Yeah, I'll go eight. The starting five. The starting five, obviously. You, Matisse, Ennis, and Neto. <laughs> Neto Burke. No court. So Cork's probably your best shooter. No, but like who so who do you take out of that? No, I'm just I'm asking yeah, I'm, no. I'm asking you the question. I'm just saying. I don't know. No, Cork is 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 almost necessary at this point. He's almost necessary, which that's what I'm saying. Like you sign him at like at the very end of the offseason, but he's almost Where necessary. Where would you be without Cork Miles right you'd now? Probably, you'd, you'd probably lose you'd probably have lost a couple of games. Yeah, <laughs> more games. No, because all the guys all the guys that, that played well at the beginning of the season have, have just Normalized. Like Ennis, James Ennis is a nice player. He's he's out of his role right. Like he's out of his spot right now. He's not a spot up shooter. No. He's a driver. He's a hell of an offensive rebounder and a good defender. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing he ain't offensive rebounding if you're kicking to him on the wing. Right. He should be down on the like someone should have that Ennis role and he should be down on the box mm-hmm. trying to grab an O board. Right. And it comes back to roster construction. Roster construction is for me seventy percent of the problem. Okay, all right. I mean, I gave it fifty, but it could no. Be but 70. like Simmons, Simmons is causing a lot of the roster construction problems because he's not that like like his his role isn't what Elton Brandon Brown or. But even if, even if he shot the ball more, not saying threes, even if he shot mid range shots, yeah, yeah, you yeah, still yeah. need yeah. to shoot the shooter. No, you just need someone who's not a who's not a, a coward, right? Right, basically. Yeah. No, uh, I hate to say it, but when you when you when you look at the the epitaph on the season, you're going to think of hindsight. They should have kept Reddick. No, I'm saying like El- Elton Brand's like yo. At the at the end of the day, you probably should have kept Reddick. But, but at the very least, like figure out a way to keep Shamit. But what would have? 
What move would have precipitated you not making if you would have kept JJ? I guess you probably don't sign Al Horford at that point. Okay. And which again, like I'm, I don't know. No, because again, you don't have a center. No, and and, and obviously O'Quinn must have like like cussed out Brett at some point. Yeah, because he, yeah, and hieroglyphics. Yeah, because yeah. he just ain't nowhere to be found. Yeah. So it comes That's the thing. like you need like Horford's a necessity. It comes back to if you trust this team to like figure it out. We're we're almost February. Yeah, like it was like, like it's forty and forty one games in. These like these guys are still saying. There's like Brett Brown said, we're still trying to figure out uh, figure out our identity. This is halfway yeah. through the season, I mean, and, and, and for me, that's on Brett. Yeah, that's on Brett. Like that's 100 percent on Brett. Like you got to figure out. Like I'm still seeing dudes. I'm still seeing four dudes on the same side of the court. Yeah, like, no, sh- like <laughs> coach the shit out of and, and one effort or or focus is is on the coach. They've been no. It's ever yeah. since Christmas when they put that flip the switch. Talk. I'm like, no, you should not be flipped. The switch should be turned on always. Every every game. Oh, like 77 out of 82 games, that switch should be on. Good like, God. Yeah. You see Milwaukee? They're playing like it's a playoff game every game. Yeah. Like if, it, if it's the end of like a long road trip or something, like the last game, all right, maybe I get it. Maybe some random. No, like I see this team like sleepwalk through games where they've had the couple the nights, the two nights before off. Yeah. Like they'll have a couple nights off and go to Brooklyn and lose. It's like, bam, like that shouldn't happen. But it comes back to the natural propensity for a man or a kid or anyone. If a shot ain't falling, you lose a little oof. Yeah. You need they need this team needs to see their shot fall in. Because if, if you see some of the shots falling at the beginning of the game, you'll know it's a good game. But I saw Brett, uh, Ben Simmons shot fall. <laughs> In Indiana, when he took it to the basket, like we've been yelling at him to do for two years, he took it to the basket, had twenty and nine at halftime, finished with twenty four points, but his shot was falling. But he stopped taking shots. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I gotta say, I'm fucking sick of him. I'm so <laughs> sick. No, like I am. It's like the second game where he just like stopped offensively in the second half. Just stopped. Like, is he just that? Like, like. Unique, where he just drowns all this out and nothing is... He must. Because he's he's the first athlete to ever do this because, well, he, he ain't fucking Durant. Because, like... Cause, Clear, clearly. Yeah, no, but, like, <laughs> don't you need to hear the haters? A lot of people use haters as motivation. No, like... He does not. More importantly, what does Ben Simmons... What the, what motivation what does motivates ben, ben Simmons? Yeah, that's the question I don't have an answer to. I don't know, because... It's not, it's not his coach. It apparently isn't his teammates. It's not his, bo- his other bosses. It's not the media. I don't think it's the media or social media. Maybe it's the dude he plays uh, Call of Duty with. Maybe no, like, maybe but like, sometimes like you need to know what drives the dude. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't know what drive. Like, okay, maybe he has driven himself internally to be an all star, and maybe since he got to that, or level, or no, drive internally on on his terms. Right, right. It's like I'm going to do this my way. Which that no is cute. Anyone else that would do that, anyone that would operate under that would get ripped yeah. universally. Yeah. Not like he wouldn't have stands. Yeah, yeah. No, it's really it's really weird. Like it's I don't know. It's it's, it's the weird. Oh no no ever. like no like it's such an everything issue. will go down May fifteenth when they ain't playing basketball no more. That's the thing. It's like well all right yeah no yeah you're right no and, and <laughs> no but people are gonna need. 
I don't know if they, they need the they're gonna need Brett to get fired to show that this team is gonna improve zero percent. Like, what guy are you is gonna bring in that's gonna make them shoot better? That's what that's what people I I, I got into a bang and forth on Twitter the other night. It's like I'm like, look, I'm like, the biggest problem with this team is roster construction. All right, you could bring Phil Jackson into this team right now, they ain't gonna win no more games. Phil Jackson ain't gonna make these dudes like not and like shoot three pointers, like make three pointers all of a sudden. Unless you like and, and it's not even, it's, it's just, there's just no threat of no, offense. No, no. Like, I don't know how many times people need to see that they're building this fucking wall against this guy. And, and he, one, he's not very confident in his free throws. Because if he were, he'd be driving through. Because he could drive through them. Like, you saw, again, you saw the Indiana game where you, like, cross over Justin Holiday and got to the basket. He can literally do that four or five times. A it's quarter. just not consistent. Like a quarter. No, but if you if you <laughs> yeah. wanted to drive to the basket, like there's no there's no reason why Ben Simmons can't at, like his coach said eight free throws a game. That's a reasonable number for a dude who is that quick. consistently. Consistent. Not like I'm sorry, a six ten two hundred forty pound player who's that be, quick should be averaging more than five free throws a game. Do you see how many times Giannis goes to the free throw mm-hmm. line? And he's not even that good of a three throw shooter. Right. But when you go yeah. fourteen times, exactly. If you're a sixty percent shooter, it's called math. Ben Simmons might be twice as fast as James Harden, but James Harden lives at the free throw line because he attacks the basket. No, one, one, one. He's a good free throw shooter. Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but he, yeah. he gets yeah. he gets foul shots. No, cons- no, he consistently drives. Right. Like that's why people are like, oh, 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 like, oh. Look at Ben's like numbers are so bullshit with him. Like if you you need to watch the game mm-hmm. and see where he goes missing at, at at multiple times a game, not just once. My man goes missing yeah. in the fourth quarter, man. Like he like he hides out on the other other side of the basket, other side of the floor, and just just doesn't even want the ball. Because you know, because I think a part of him, I think a lot of him is lacking confidence in in his offense. It's the weirdest thing to me. But man. usually, like, you could see when, like, a guy's lacking confidence. When you see, like, Kirk Cousins, like, banging <laughs> right. his, like, like, like touching his elbow, he's like, oh, my God, I'm panicking, I'm right. panicking. Right. You don't see that. He, he's just this stone-cold, you think he's a stone-cold killer. He ain't no stone-cold killer. No. You know who's a stone-cold killer? Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant's a killer. Giannis is a killer. You see, you know killers when you see killers. He's, dude, Stu's he not ain't a Ted Bundy. Stu's not a killer, man. He ain't Aaron. He's not. He's not. It's like Stu's not a killer. It's just it's sad. And those are our positive thoughts about the Philadelphia 76ers. Hopefully they'll win some games. They got a bunch of road games coming up. Who knows if they'll win any of them? At New York, at Brooklyn, at at Toronto. They got L.A. next Saturday. I, I would ask you every time we do this, where what seed do they end up in? I'm, I'm saying Indiana's gonna get Oladipo back. Yeah, you have a problem with them now. Yeah, and. And people keep saying Miami's going away. When it no, like no people keep saying, oh no, like these guys, these are going to get. See, when is Miami look? When has Miami even had a losing streak? We're halfway through the season. Right? Yeah, at some point you got to say, okay, this is the team. This is the Heat. Like how many games they lost on one or two? And and, and I, I think two. Yeah, and, and I think they're like, oh, it's only three games. But what team do you see slipping? Right. Did you see multiple teams slipping? And do you see yourself? Ripping off wins without your best player? Yeah, no, like that's the. They always had that Embiid thing as like the buffer or or, or like the qualifier. Once we get like like we have Embiid, we can easily go on a six game winning streak. Like the Sixers weren't going to lose like four in a row, you know, consistently with Joel Embiid in the lineup. Well, now who knows? 
Could happen. We. I still don't know to close this miserable conversation out. I still don't know what the crunch time play is, even with Embiid. I think you. I think you dump it in Embiid. I mean, I think that's it. I don't say it's great, but that was the same answer we had when we when they signed July first, and we had the same conversation. What's the crunch time play with Al Horford here? I was like, it's probably still dumping it in Embiid, and hopefully he kicks it out to somebody who can shoot. But the problem, well, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems with that. They just they don't. Like and, and and people are like point to oh he gets a lot of like post touches. The problem is his post touches suck. Yeah, they're terrible. Like one when he's getting in position, they can't get him the fucking ball. And no, they're always two seconds or a second, second late, late getting when he has has the guy sealed off. Right. And he, I guarantee he's probably going to get me the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he has the guy sealed off, they're late with the pass or. You know, you give it to him nine feet out, ten feet out, where you can't do nothing with it. And of course, you got the Prefontaine marathon between him. Like, well, no one you got. Well, no, and now the problem is you got Al yeah. trying to like because he's another qualifier. Where like you need the hierarchy on post touches should be Embiid, mm-hmm. Horford, mm-hmm. and I don't give a shit who the hell it is. Al. Well, it should be Ben. Yeah, but like, Ben don't get any other touches. No, but like. Because he doesn't really have a go-to post-up move. No, he doesn't. That's like, for a guy who runs in the post all the time, you don't have a post move. Instead of shooting, like, like, and I'm being 1,000% serious, work on your hook shot. Right. Or like a jump hook. Or yeah. like, instead of like, my, you're just wasting your time right. if, if, you're trying to hit, if you're trying to shoot spot-up threes. You should be figuring out a fadeaway or just like going up. And the angles that he goes up with yeah. are just like, he contorts his butt like... If you're going to contour your body backwards, it makes... Oh <laughs> yeah, if you're going to go through all that, just turn, shoot a fadeaway. Like, shoot a better shot than that. Yes. Because those are bad shots. Because whenever you see him in the post, real close. I mean, real close. Real close. Do you get a level of comfort that he's going to make it? No. No. No, no, no. 95% of dudes you see in the post, you're like, okay, yeah. this guy's got it real deep. Yeah, well, yeah, once he's deep in the post, is a wrap. Like it's a, it's there a, ain't no rap. It's a rap. It's a rap. Either you get fouled or you get an and or whatever. Because that's it. That's it. Like Joel and B three feet out. That's a, that's all that matters. Like Ben Simmons three feet out. Probably a hook shot. A no, but you don't hit. even know if the hook shot's going in. No, no, I'm saying it's probably a bad hook shot. Yeah. With what hand? Yeah, we don't know. Probably his left. Probably no. <laughs> no, he is the most confounding. He might be the most confounding athlete. I've ever seen. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. I really wouldn't. No, disagree. no, game wise, like, yeah, 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 like, because yeah. you don't know, you don't know what hand he's gonna finish with. You don't know, like, because sometimes he'll drive left. I have, I have noticed he's driving left and finishing. He's driving left with his left hand more. Because yeah. before he was just let's drive left with your right. I'm like, right. no, bro, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Point guard, point maybe guard. he has toss. Point guard. Maybe he. Maybe he has toss. Maybe he has toss. All right, we got to talk about something happier, possibly happier. The Eagles still looking for an offensive coordinator um, since Mike Grohl is no longer with the team. There was a report from an insider. I don't know who it was specifically who reported this. Who said he wouldn't be shocked if Press Taylor? Oh no, I think it was that hoe ass locking for. It was locking for. All right, so take that for what it's <laughs> Press Taylor. Was named the OC. Well, me, obviously, yeah. you know Jeff, Def Jeff, is going to mm-hmm. come in and, and say because because if if he's if he thinks Al Mike Mike Grow and Carson Welsh, Carson Welsh, is, 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 is going to piss off fans, 
Press Taylor is going to really piss he's off. He's really going to make people mad. And you know what? He's going to make who, who's going to make mad the most probably Deuce Daly. Because if I'm Deuce Daly, yeah. you bring Press Taylor to the WWE, I'm like, fam. It's like, yo, get me out of here, man. Yeah. I'm like, I'm tired of this. No, I'm surprised that Press survived. So am I. I mean, I'm not sure why. No, for some reason, he wasn't. And, and my problem with <laughs> shitting on the OC, what does an Eagles OC do? That's a good thing. I think we've had this discussion. I think it's like he's the guy who says, okay, Carson, tell me which plays you're the most comfortable with and we'll work them into the offense this week. I think that's his job. Oh, that's a really important Cause, job. Because Doug calls plays. He's, and, and, and one, he's scheming the, he's, he's, he's play designing. Right. So, that's why I keep asking is like, what kind of OC are you going to get other than one that wants a paycheck? Right. You want somebody who wants a paycheck, somebody who wants to get, probably get back in the league again? I no, like you're going to have, like, Jim Call was going to have to eat some big time crow because one, Jim Call was a fucking coach. Yeah, like you're a glorified, at this point, you're a glorified quarterback coach. Like, no, you're going to need, basically, your move is this team is going to have a really good offense. I'm not going to do shit. Like, I'll do a lot. I will do a lot. But I will be. Blumped up with them having a because if they have a good offense, be like, oh, oh, it was, oh, it was Jim Calla. Even though Even you though. basically just knocked on Carson's door, and be like, hey, Carson, do you like the go route with JJ? Yeah. To go, do you like that 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 bum ass end around what we call all the time that we try to get you know Greg Wood the ball and he gets tackled four yards behind the line of scrimmage? You want to run that again now that Nelson's gone? Like that's all you're doing. No, right? that's why like OC like. Like it's all not universal. Like, no, I, yeah, like, yeah. like Doug Peters. Like, like it only comes back to Doug. I, I mean, unless he's willing to like relinquish, not even play calling duties. Like, get some input on the on the game plan. Right. Yeah. Like a like a Byron Leftwich has a lot of input on the game plan. Yeah. Whoever gets this job here will not have a lot of input on the game plan. I'm sure Eric Bieniemy is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Like, there's, a, there's a whole, there's a big sliding scale of what OCs do. To be honest, I think the QB coach on the Eagles is more important than the OC. You know, I think he's, I think he's at least as important. I mean, yeah. But I mean, now, well, someone brought up because, of course, yes, we can't say fucking goodbye to any of these people. No, go ahead and say his name. A dude got, got right canned yes. for the second straight year. A game. It's John D. Filippo. Flip. Even though supposedly Jeffrey Lure loves some John D. Filippo, it, it, in the midst of Howard Roseman said, "Yo, we gotta say goodbye to every one of these MFers that was on the 2017 Super Bowl." No, let's bring them back. But it's like, are you gonna bring back someone who was an OC who was fired two straight years to be your OC? But it was Carson Wentz's best year as a quarterback. It's 2017. Never saw Carson that good as MVP season. The problem is people are talking out of both sides of their ass at this, at, with this. It's like, oh, like at some point, there's no such thing as as letting go too much of the past. Yeah. I like if you have to like let someone go, oh, like because you're really trying to purge the roster. I'm fine. Like if for some reason you have to say bye to Malcolm Jenkins. It would suck, but you know what? It's necessary. You need new blood. You yes. need new ideas. Yes. You need new hunger. Yes. Like, you just need all... I mean, Jenkins even said it. They were coasting half the season. Yeah, I don't want John Filippo. I don't... Again, along the same lines, I really don't want Deuce Daly. Like, again, it's the same, no. it's the same no, building. I will... Somebody outside the building needs to come in I will building. lose my mind. Well, I, like, if, if you can do a lot of things, if they... I love Deuce. If they internally promote Deuce, I will lose it. No. Because you need someone that has some cachet. Like, I, I, like 
shit. Even if you bring a QB coach from like another team to be your like someone brought like I, I if you brought Kafka from the Chiefs, mm-hmm. like but of course you can't get away from that. Ian. But and, but at least it's not Eagles. Like or, or like at least he wasn't part of twenty. You just need someone to like maybe. Give Doug some new ideas because, frankly, his play calling kind of sucked. So a bunch of names that uh, Shield Kapadia threw out there. I, again, no official candidates have been you know named, so we have no idea. But a bunch of names that were thrown out there. Again, I don't know how much water these have. Excuse me, Jay Gruden, Marty Morningweg, Brad Childress, Ben McAdoo, Mike McCoy. Is there Holy any, shit! Is there anybody on that list that does anything for you? No. I, not, I, even, not even Brad Childress if he just wants a job. Brad shows to me, but at the but, but I mean no, like, but like what is these like what's what's their what are they hanging their hat like like are yeah, like are, what's their, yeah. are, are are they run guys like shit <laughs> no like I, but, but, <laughs> but once again it comes back to what are these guys even doing so like true like maybe you because Mike McCoy I, I thought was like he he was terrible for a couple years but he's had some success in a non Eagles related environment right. But maybe Mike McCoy just wants an o- the the title, OC. Yeah, no, it comes like, like who would be the, the best face to put on this fake OC job? I think is is the question. Well, if you, I mean, if we put it like that, then I don't know if Mike McCoy is a bad face. Yeah, like I'm fine. No, with it him. comes back to new 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 bull. Yeah, you ain't going, you ain't going back to the Eagles. Well, because yeah. I'm sick of this Eagle. <laughs> like Marty Morning, like really? Yeah, Marty Morning, stop. Brad Childress. Like, Brad Childress is a good, good, a nice guy, but I mean, it's like, does he want a fake OC job? Probably not. Yeah, no, no, no. Does Jim Caldwell probably want a fake OC job? Probably not. Again, unless he really wants the title. Yeah, no. All right, give me Mike McCoy. Like it all comes back to. And and and, it, and it's cute. This is a personnel problem. Yeah, it's a personnel issue. That's all. That's all. That's like you can have Mike McCoy staring at a fucking wall, be like, "Oh, how do we get Robert Davis the ball? <laughs> exactly. Or how do we get yeah. Alshonimus the ball? Yeah, you're your man Alshonimus. Oh man. All right. Really quick before we sign off, I do want to talk about the ath- the athletic. Actually, you know what? Let's save that. We'll put that on the Saturday show. Let's talk wrestling because you're back. Yes. You're back new year, new me. So I know that you're excited about the news that came out this week that AEW Dynamite was extended to 2024 on TNT. <laughs> I know that's what you're talking about, you're back, right? I thought we were going to talk about that racist ass Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, no I, I mean. TNA, like, TNA champion Tessa Blanchard. I, Impact, whatever. I would. I, I mean, competition's good. I, I mean, I, I, I still feel zero compilation. Or compel like what's the noun for for compel? Um, com- yeah, you're not compelled at all. Okay, I, I, <laughs> I'm not compelled to turn on dynamite yeah. tonight. Yeah, or any night. No, tonight's bash at the beach. Now, you know it's wrestling tonight. Pardon? I see your your man, Pardon? your man, sell five five. I never. They call it bash at the beach, but it's on. I Wednesday? never Wednesday? ever want to hear about AW being cutting edge when they've brought back. The master of the spine buster. Yes. <laughs> and D- as, a man, as a manager, as a coach, as a coach. You can't find a different coach. Arn Anderson's a coach. And, oh, oh, sorry. You had to bring back another old-ass horseman, yes. Tully Blanchard, to be, um, um, what's, what was his fucking name in WWE? Uh, Ty Dillinger's manager. <laughs> and, of course, six-year-old DDP. Yeah, DDP. It looks great. For Bash at the Beach um, tonight. They are so trying to be... 22nd century WCW, it's wild. Yeah. I mean, and again, like, I understand the logic because before Vince Russo got there, 
you know, WCW wasn't trash. But you don't go to that well. There's other wells to go to. No, and, and one, wasn't this an opportunity to, like, elevate young dudes? Yeah. What young dudes are they elevating no, when you no, got no. Le Champion, yeah. 50-year-old Canadian ass? Yeah, you got, like, fat Chris Jericho, Le Champion. It's like, fam, it's like, you got a lot of really good young dudes that you could be elevating. Like, you have what everybody said is the best wrestler in the world. Yeah, wouldn't, like, wouldn't you want to elevate Kenny Omega and make him... A household name. You would think so. Like, if, if like, like, after how many months of Dynamite? Three, four. How many more people on the planet know who the hell Kenny Omega is? Ten. Ten. <laughs> yeah, ain't that many. Do any more? Do any more people know who the Young Bucks are? No. They know because they see Chris Jericho. They're like, but it shows AEW so full of shit. They are like, they wanted, they want their champion to get. A household name to get old people in. Right. Don't say you're trying to be cutting edge. Just nope. say we're trying to get new fans exactly. in, and then that. we'll bring in Ken. Right. Like their whole thing was, oh, we're being different. You ain't no fucking different than WWE. No, no, no. You wanted to win the ratings war, and you wanted to win the ratings war if Hangman Page was your champion, or so or, made- or 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 Pac. Right. So you made again. Chris Jericho, your champion, which I get. No, I but but don't logic. sell. Don't lie to don't, me. Don't sell me this bullshit about oh we're cutting edge. We're trying not to be w- you you WWE part two. That's all this is. That's all this is. Which is why I'm spending my time on WWE and I, I am eagerly awaiting Tyson Fury, Brock Lesnar at <laughs> WrestleMania because I'm very excited about. Is that, that what it's going to be? Yeah, that's what they say it's going to be. So oh so, God! Man, listen, listen. No, because you, if you like, by the way, AW will never top the OG because they are so hell bent on getting. No, and and I get it. I, I think they've like they are trying their damnedest to get dude people that have never turned on WWE yeah. or to watch it. And they, I get they, it. They always have, but I think they're with this contract. They're trying really hard to get new people in. Mm-hmm. And with, and getting it with not the old, like, no, but like, this is an old way. It's always been the old way. Get a dude not familiar with WWE fans, like Barnes Taylor. Right. But it just seems like it's, it's more, it's more frequent now. Yeah. Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Um, Ice and Fury. Mm-hmm. And, but I guess that's what a TV contract does. I mean, yeah, that's what, like, I, again, I understand the logic. It's just terrible. Oh, oh no. And, no terrible. and one, you don't have Mr. Doolittle to go back to no more. No. No. Like, He's too busy doing movies. He's doing movies with Robert Tony. Yeah, but see, like, you don't, like, I mean, like, yes, will you tap the John Cena well? Yes. But there's, there's not a whole lot more wells you can tap. No, but I guess it's like, like, either you tap the old bull well, right. like the or, rock or the well. well. Yeah. Or, or, or you tap the celebrity well. Like, yeah. it's just, for me personally, I'd rather tap. Because at least the old guys know how to wrestle, and right. there's going to be some level of there's like, nostalgia there. Yeah, but like know. here, it's like I know dick about Tyson Fury. Right, you don't know about Tyson Fury. You don't know about Cain Velasquez. Like when Cain Velasquez came out, I was like, "Yo, man!" Like Dominic shaved his head. <laughs> like, Yo, this is wild, dog. Like, look at Dominic. No, and and one obviously like this will get more eyes on it. But for the hardcore or or the or the historical fan, it's taken some time to get used to. Yeah, and, and one. You can tell the Fox podcast is different. You're, yeah. you're, I mean, you're just you're getting a more generic thing instead of the hardcore thing, right? And that's why Wednesdays are beautiful. Wednesdays are very beautiful because I saw there's NXT Portland or Takeover Portland. Takeover Portland, yeah. Okay, all right, but is that in uh in oh its own thing? It's a standalone thing. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, NXT NXT is going to do their own standalone standalone takeover. So there's not a takeover yeah. attached to the world attached one. to the pay per view. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 that's how long I've been out yeah. of the game because Eric, because I don't I Corbin's nice. He is on TV a all lot. the fucking time. A lot. <laughs> like I see that dumbass black crown. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Like they were there was a dog food line like like plot in there. Really? No. no yeah, they, they poured dog food on Roman Reigns. Yeah. I was about to, they were about to do it again, and then the Usos came out, even though they're on another show. But it's, it's dog food. Dog food. Twenty twenty, brother. Dog food. Dog food. Dog food. Not not the not the dog pound album. Dog food. Dog food like Alpo. Like Alpo. Yeah, yeah. Cans oh. of dog food. God damn, man! I thought I thought things would get better with Bruce, but obviously, the man still has his hands on the like. You know what? I think Bruce Pritchard's like the Mike Grove. <laughs> and Doug, and Vince is Doug. He's Doug. Vince is Doug. He he's calling all the plays. Uh-huh. He's developing all the the, the, the game plan. Right, the script, the first fifteen. Yeah, that's Brother all. Love yeah. is Press Taylor. Right. He's like Vince, I don't know if that's a good idea. It's my idea, damn it. Yeah, it's like this dog food's good shit. <laughs> like, okay. like we know. We know Vince. No, like, that is such a Vince. Like, when okay. I heard that, I was like, that is a Vince. That is a VKM trademark thing. I'm Look, let me tell you. This dog food is Vince. This whole Bobby Lashley Lana thing is Vince. You can point out the storylines that are Vince. You know what Vince yeah, is. And, and you can see, because I, I don't, because I think, I think Heyman has a lot more input than, than, than Bruce does on oh, yeah. SmackDown. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah. one, like, just like overall, I think Raw is getting a little better. Like, well, well, one, I think they're they have the right the, the right guys in the in the bigger plots. You got KO, you got a- AOP. Like, that's a nice little stable. Yeah, nice little stable, nice little heaters for for Seth. You got Samoa Joe, who's been criminally underused. Yeah, and, 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 and you got like and, and and of course you got the the reliable dudes in a program. You got Randy and AJ, right. and then you got McIntyre. Right. Shit, I think Raw might be better than SmackDown. Raw, is, Raw is the best the best talent. Um, yeah, and, no, but I, SmackDown is the A show because, and, and I think they got. I think SmackDown has the more household names. Yeah, like, like the, Roman. Yeah, like the, the New Day. Right, right. The, the names that the casual fans may know. They got all the casual stuff, but like, if you want to see, like, oh, the, the Styles and the, the Seth Rollins. Yeah, like, the casual fans don't know Seth Rollins. Who wins the Royal Rumble? I keep saying this. I keep telling people this, and I haven't watched a lot, so I don't know. I don't know what the storylines are building up to, but based on what I saw a couple weeks ago, and I really was watching. Uh, my pick for the Royal Rumble, which by the way is next Sunday, Drew McIntyre. I like that, but who is he challenging? See, I don't because Brock's in it, and I'm, <laughs> okay, I'm confused because Brock is in it. No, because you got to factor in. You're gonna need in this new TV contract era. You need a massive, all-encompassing paper like main event. Yeah, and I don't think you could go down the women's well again. Because I don't know what I don't know what woman yeah I don't know what, what money match I mean unless because I like really you really need to get Ronda back because are Becky and Oscar fighting at at, uh, at Rumble I think so okay well, who wins I think Oscar wins okay I think Oscar wins. so do you run that back what does that do for anybody I mean I guess you can I guess you uh, I guess you do I guess you have to Oscar's got to do something at Mania. So I guess I mean nothing else makes sense about it. <laughs> nothing has made sense. Like honestly, ever since the advent yeah. of SmackDown, it's been fucking crap. 
And of course, you know what happens next. Well, I don't know if you know. Next month, no. There's a certain international pay per view that's coming up. No, again. Look, twice a year, brother. But I thought we just had one. No, we do. We did. But baby is coming back, baby. No, no. But I, but I, I saw. Like the participation list for that is a little less than oh, it would be thin. for like a house sh- for like WWE Wildwood. So this is going to be the greatest February. <laughs> no, no. What is the name of this shit? I don't think it has a name yet. It's not. It's not Crown Jewel. They said. 4? They said there's no there's no plot lines and no programming set yet. <laughs> That's that was the word I saw today. I think on Cage Side Seats, but fe- February 27th, I believe. Is what the in the middle of WrestleMania season? Yes. That just like. Yes. But doesn't that conflict with everything that you're trying to build? Like well, build up WrestleMania plot lines? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, but obviously, the Saudi people don't give a shit about, like, <laughs> don't you do these during non-peak times? I get it in October, because there ain't shit going on. It was like April and October, I think, last year, which I get, because you had the greatest Royal Rumble, which doesn't matter after WrestleMania, because you already got through the storyline. you going to put the smack in the middle of building two months worth of storylines for WrestleMania? This don't make no sense. Oh, well, oh, oh, no, like, well, one, does Bray Wyatt, is Bray Wyatt still the champion? Well, I was going to ask you, I was like, he is still the champion, right? I haven't watched SmackDown in forever. I assume he, I, he is still the champion. I heard that Clown Meltzer said he was hurt, but I don't think he's hurt. But, like, no, one, like, I still don't, like, I, I need to maybe, like, read up on something. I have no idea, because I don't know, like, who's hot or not. Like, I, 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 I saw The Miz is back to being a bad guy. Yeah, Miz is, I think Miz is hot. I mean, but like, wouldn't you have just capitalized on on the guy shaving his head and being that red dragon guy? Wasn't that an easy pop? To me, that was easy. To me, if you give the man, if you give the American dragon the belt, then that to me solves a lot of issues. Because I, because really, you know what should be if if they weren't, if, if their dicks weren't hard for like Tyson Fury, you should have done Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah. And have Daniel Bra- and have his Kofi moment where he beat like because like they been like and I'm starting to like because I didn't know how great Daniel Bryan was. He's the one of the small dudes who can beat Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. He's just being crafty and just yeah. But you already look WrestleMania 30. You already put him like against immense odds and have him beat and, and one that was one of the best WrestleMania, most watched WrestleMania. Yeah. So you know Daniel Bryan is money. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think the problem is Vince doesn't think a lot of these dudes are money. Right. But who well, who does he think is well? We Tyson Fury. He thinks Tyson Fury and Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar are money. He's like, fam, you have guys who are on the roster. No, I think he that's he that's how little he thinks of this roster. Like in terms of box off. Well, yeah, you're right. Like you're right. obviously, I think he thinks Kofi's box office. Mm-hmm. I, I I know people think he's racist, but yeah. I like the <laughs> fact he actually had Kofi in that program and had him had the belt for that long. Yeah, no, no Kofi had the belt for six months. Like I'm mad at the way he lost it. But I mean, he had it. For yeah, no. Time. I always say, like, the the way that the the long people, like the length of title reigns, that that shows like Vince trusts you. Right. Like he trusts like, but he 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 don't he don't trust little bulls like Ricochet. No, he don't like little bulls. <laughs> no, he hates little bulls. He hates little bulls. Like, so you <laughs> no, someone called Ricochet like the Caucasian, uh, like like the Black Balor. Ooh, I, ooh. He's not quite there, but I see it. No, I see like, it. he don't like Little Bulls. I see it. Cedric Alexander don't like them, dude. No, no. He loves McIntyre, probably. Oh, probably, oh, he probably, yeah, he loves some McIntyre. Loves some Randy. Right. I mean, look, he, look, he gave the belt to Jinder Mahal for three months. <laughs> so, clearly, he liked Jinder Mahal because he's a big bull. You know, like, no. You know Vince's type. 
Yeah, no, you know what they, he's swiping right on on big ass dudes. That's why it was such a shock when Daniel Bryan won the damn thing. Well, because I think like people said, like I think he was damn near forced to. Do yeah, because after yeah the whole yes thing and everybody's like, fam's like, yo, you gotta give him the belt at this point. You we know if it's we know how Vince gets down. You know, the, it and, and it scares me to say that because I'm worried he's gonna ruin my our boy, who's almost unruable. He was the PWI Wrestler of the Year. Yeah. Yeah, like he might hope maybe. So he, he only needed like, but like the only reason why because damn near everyone was stranded in Saudi Arabia, right? Because he had no choice <laughs> right, but to right. love Adam Cole. Yeah, it's like yeah, you ain't had no bodies. Everybody got stuck <laughs> on the plane. So all of my man had to do was pitch in when everybody else got stuck in customs, and then pull off a Canadian destroyer from the top of the top of the damn thing, and then the like, yeah, guy. Right, well, no, you <laughs> could argue that Cole's probably had like. Three of the five best moments in WWE last year. Yeah, no, last year was Cole's year. Like he, yeah, he was yeah. the year of Cole. Yeah, no, he was he was the, he was the best dude. And then no, hopefully he pulls a chomp and says like, "Yo, I really don't want to go to the roster, main roster, anytime soon." Because he does, no, he's gonna he'll find a way to ruin Undisputed Era. They'll be stuck in a program with Buddy Murphy <laughs> for like, like five months. Remember when Alistair Black was like the hottest thing ever? And now he just wrestles Buddy Murphy every, every week. Every single week. You're like, oh man, he's the next Undertaker. But he fights Buddy Murphy every week. No, once again, he a little bull. He a little bull. He a little bull. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has a type. This is sad. But no, next week, we are going down. We're going to run down the Royal Rumble card. By the way, you can bet Royal Rumble on DraftKings. You can pick. You can? You can go on DraftKings. You can pick who's going to win, who's going to be the last entrant. Like you get bonus points for I'm going to need to go on to... DraftKings board because FanDuel was lacking in the player props. Like they they yeah, had they, they have a lot of player props. No, but they had no college football. Like like on that on, on the championship game, no player props. They had their first touchdown and all that stuff. They did. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought about it, I was like, because like everybody was like plus two, plus three. I was like, yeah, a lot of dudes. I think Burrow was like plus six hundred or something. And I was like, I should probably should have bet that. But yeah, they had play, they didn't have a lot of player props, but they had player props. Because because I because I, I almost bet them. Actually, no, I know because I bet Trevor Lawrence the under. On no, the, you on mean your you Fanduel had it? Fanduel, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because I bet Trevor Lawrence under rushing yards. Hit that, and I bet uh, LSU because I hate Dabble Swinney. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they had a couple. They had, a, they had a couple. I didn't look at I didn't look at DraftKings because I assumed they were down. But, but you could vote on the you, you could bet on the world. So you could pick like your I think it's eight four women four dudes and like you know if they get whoever's the number one entrant you get points and then whoever eliminates the most people you get points and whoever wins you get points and by the way I'm glad you say because I, I say. Congratulations yes. to the to the state of New Jersey yes. for having the most Oh, we're talking about that. Oh, okay, okay. No, we'll say that. But that. like once again <laughs> Once again. The only thing that fat fuck Chris Christie ever did well was get this shit going because New Jersey remember when Jersey was like poor as shit? Yeah. Oh they, please. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't poor as no they ain't poor no more. Please apply some of this money to my property taxes. I will say this again on the Saturday show. But yes. Shout out to New Jersey. <laughs> shout out to everybody for listening to the show. Saturday, one, uh, 10 o'clock, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. You can catch us on the Broad Street Line again, the FCC-friendly version <laughs> of the show. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Thank you, man. See you guys. New Year's resolutions are hard. But starting 2020 with the best entertainment during the Xfinity New Year New Gig Sale is easy. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Click, call, or visit us today. 
Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. New Year's resolutions are hard, but starting 2020 with the best entertainment during the Xfinity New Year New Gig Sale is easy. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Click, call, or visit us today. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.